Well, hello there, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Hired Geek Podcast, episode number 151 with Fatan Sopa of Manafera. Uh, so this is uh, just a great uh, little shorter episode, but kind of a broad overview of you know, the current state of higher ed marketing, digital marketing stuff. Uh, so uh, Fatan shares all of his expertise and points of view on kind of best practices, tips and tricks, uh, and how to stand out from a crowded competitive field of uh, colleges and universities. So uh, I think it's good just generally for folks, even not in marketing, to kind of get a snapshot of where things are at right now and you know, where they can best support their marketing colleagues. So uh, great listen. Appreciate Fatan's time. Go check out uh, what they're up to over uh, in the show notes. And after this brief message from our sponsor, this is episode number 151 with Fatan Sopa. This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Alrighty, we are here exploring a topic that I've always kind of had a, a interest in. Just you know, it's kind of a hobby, really, um, of marketing and higher education. Definitely a really broad topic. We'll try to cover as much as we can here for our conversation today. But uh, we will start out as we always do. Uh, Fatan, if you want to introduce yourself and uh, kind of go over your professional background of how you got to be where you are today. Yeah. Hey, Dustin. Uh, it's nice to have you uh, and to be uh, to be present on this show. Oh, yes, I am Fatan Sopa. I am the CEO and co-founder of Manafera. Manafera is a search engine optimization agency that helps universities and colleges get more brand visibility and more relevant traffic from search engines, but as well as more conversions. So we help higher education institutions get more enrollments uh, from search engines. We've been uh, in, the business, in this business for more than seven years now. We work mostly with businesses, uh, colleges, universities uh, in US, but as well as in Switzerland. Um, we do content marketing, link building, uh, digital PR, uh, SEO. So we are our focus on that one. So we are a full service SEO agency, basically. Gotcha. Well, and I guess, how did you kind of like get into this work? I don't know if it's something that you've always done or and maybe just specifically in higher ed. Yes. No, uh, actually, we uh, have started this business like seven and a half years ago as a digital marketing agency. And we used to offer, to offer like almost all services in the digital marketing sector, like email marketing, social media, web development, and you name it. And then by the time we understood that if you want like to grow and scale, like we need to focus. And that's where we came that like we were best at search engine optimization. And then we removed all services and we fired some of our clients and we focused only on that. And we've we've been doing this uh, like the uh, the uh, SEO only for three and a half uh, and a half years. We used to work with many industries in the past. Now we are mostly focused in higher education, but we as well offer services for publishers and e-commerce websites too. But our main, uh, uh, a big part of our portfolio is with higher education uh, institutions in the U.S. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because I know it is kind of like a specialty um, focus. I mean, I guess a lot of you know industries kind of have their own you know, quirks and everything when it comes to, to marketing. But, um, you know, I guess just to kind of give like a baseline context, you know, uh, you've been working, you know, focus on the space for a little while now. 
you know, how would you explain the current state of higher ed marketing? Like anything that's sort of trending right now? Because I mean, it's a it's been a very weird past two years. Yeah, I don't definitely. know if that's changed things or uh, what. But yeah, what what are you seeing? Yes, uh, the pandemic has changed a lot of things in the higher education, as well as in in other industries. Um, but regarding higher education, it has fostered the adoption of digital marketing channels more into the marketing strategies of uh, uh, of colleges and universities. We're seeing we are seeing changes in the way the social media and on, uh, on the way the paid advertising and content marketing and marketing and marketing technologies how they are used in higher education. There are a lot of changes happening as well as on the budget side. Uh, and working with higher education for in fact many years. We've seen changes on the way that they are are uh, investing in digital marketing, and especially during the pandemic. For example, we have seen more traction for content marketing, seeing more and more content being produced in many formats as a way to get to get in front in front of 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 more students and get more brand awareness and and build trust, basically. We are seeing different content formats being used to improve content marketing efforts. Uh, and that's because this is helping uh, uh, helping universities get more qualified traffic with lower cost when we compare it to uh, other forms of digital marketing traffic, uh, uh, of driving traffic to the website. So this is a great chance for universities and colleges to to offer help and be closer to their future students and ask for, answer questions to the questions that people are asking for and the future students are asking for in search engines. A trend that we are seeing is that businesses are investing more and more in content marketing. And regarding to, to recent research that has been done by CMI and by Content Marketing Institute is that uh, businesses are expecting to have, an, uh, in fact, 66% of businesses are expecting to have an increase in investment in content marketing budget for this year uh, in 2020. And this means a lot for marketeers but as well as it means a lot for students because now students will be able to find more answers for the questions they are asking for in search engines regarding programs and schools and uh, and the benefit of is degrees of an X degree uh, or, or jobs that they can find if they get a, a bachelor in business administration, etc. So the content of con the business of content marketing in higher education is growing, and this is. Um, uh, and we expect this is uh, is going to go for many years to come. We also a trend that we have seen uh, is regards search visibility and how universities are uh, are investing in search marketing because search engines are still an important uh, uh, are an important source of uh, of traffic for websites. Uh, and according to research to research that uh, uh, has been done recently, uh, more than eighty percent of future students go to school. Uh, more than eighty percent of future students go to Google to search for uh, to search and ask like, questions all regarding uh, programs and universities. Uh, and many cases that are finding there are are, ask, are actually helping them to take a decision and to choose a program or school uh, to uh, like help them uh, get a career that, that they have been uh, not dreaming of. So, um, so search uh, is something that schools are investing a lot, but there is a lot of opportunities upon the market, and the trend is upwards. And that's because more and more people are going to Google, like to search 
for degrees and like to learn more about the schools and to help them take the decision uh, because for a decision to be made like to go to have a degree that takes years like it takes about two years for a student like to take a decision to go to a school so this is a time sensitive and it's time consuming process so schools needs to be there and uh, and make sure and make sure their website is present to get uh, to get more uh, to get more relevant traffic to their website. Another trend that we are seeing is that uh, more and more schools are using short-term videos, like like the one that you see on TikTok, uh, because that's helping universities and colleges be more close to their students, but as well as engage with them on a daily basis. And considering that the future of of higher education will be Generation Z then this is the place to be like platforms that are are having the majority of their traffic uh coming from generation z it's a target of interest for universities and colleges and we're going to see more and more universities using this kind of uh of channels yeah um yeah i mean i've just personally gotten into tiktok a lot uh, uh over the past year and um yeah, I mean, there's just so much uh, activity happening yeah, there. Definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, and it does, you know, that's sort of liberally kind of just in, you know, the realm of content marketing. And, um, you know, I think uh, traditionally folks might think of that more as just sort of like, you know, posting content on uh, a blog or, um, you know, maybe some of the more traditional social media platforms. But um, yeah, I mean, just to, because there's an absence, you know, the, you couldn't do a lot of the more traditional, like in-person, you know, fairs or uh, tours or these sort of things. Yeah, having to leverage digital marketing strategies that much more, and you know, kind of invest more in the things that maybe you were doing before, and then try some new things because you couldn't do uh, some of the stuff that you had done. It doesn't mean that you need to stop like investing in all the channels. You just need to have the right marketing mix to make sure that you are on the channels that your audience is and make sure that you are optimizing your presence there. Yeah, I mean, that's like the other thing too, is that I've just heard, you know, not even like working directly in the space, but just that, you know, marketing costs through things like Google have, it's been getting more expensive, you know, kind of the cost of acquisition and everything. So yeah, making sure you're spending your money smartly to... Uh, achieve the results you're looking for and seeing that maybe it's like, oh, well, okay. Like we're, we're just getting more, you know, engagement or traction on TikTok. Like let's, let's, you know, uh, kind of go all in on that. And I've seen sometimes where it's like, you know, uh, different like informational webinars or different things where it's just like, wow, we like really get high quality yeah. people. Like we're really interested and in kind of follow through, you know, different uh, ways. So it's like, well, let's do more of that. You know, like let's yeah keep with what's working and, you know, make sure that, uh, yeah, the, that that budget that is uh, going to be Expand, yeah. you know, highly coveted and very precious and valuable is uh, uh, yeah spent wisely. So uh, I've seen many colleges doing this years like investing on email marketing, investing in paper click and social media, but as well as in other offline channels, and not doing the right thing when it comes to tracking the return on investment and measuring the pro the progress, and that's because. Uh, the uh, higher education, I mean, admission and marketing in higher education is basically, uh, uh, it's all a matter of numbers. So if you get more qualified traffic and if you get more leads and you have an established process to qualify those leads and make sure that, that you are converting them, the ones that are able to convert, 
then it is all numbers game because all you need to do is like uh, just uh, increase the investment on the channels that are working with, uh, that are working, get more qualified traffic there, uh, and uh, and then more leads, and basically just uh, uh, converting them down on the funnel. And um, it, it all comes to uh, on the numbers that you are generating, as well as how good you are optimizing the platforms that you are using. Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of were hitting on some stuff I wanted to ask about, which is great, um, you know, because you already kind of highlighted and uh, outlined stuff about uh, the value of search. And like, I even just like personally, I was searching for a certificate program for myself uh, the other day. And I, you know, I Googled mm-hmm. it. So like, yeah, and just seeing too, where it's just like, oh, okay, there's like eight sponsored results, like just like stacked at the top on every page yeah. and stuff. So it's just like, yeah, like that's like the tough thing. Like you're competing and you have to, you know, I'm, I'm sure some places rely very heavily on that. But if like somebody can't, di- you know, kind of differentiate, you know, between the eight different sponsored posts, you know, like it's all these other things that you're talking about where it's like, yeah, they maybe have need- needed to see you through some other avenue. Um, so you do need to kind of, you know, not pull, put kind of everything into one basket. It's, uh, yeah, you got to kind of keep a diverse strategy for sure. So I think, you know, with all this being said, like, you know, because I, I want to break this next question down kind of twofold. So, um you know, advice that you would give, like anything like to kind of make it as kind of precise as possible. So the first portion being, you know, the marketing professionals in higher ed. So they're the ones who are making these decisions about the investments that they're making and, you know, what are, aren't they going to do and all that, you know, what advice would you give them? And then I want to kind of talk about advice you'd give Mm -hmm. to to other folks too. The first thing that I would address is, um, is to know your audience. Basically I've seen many marketers, especially higher, higher education marketers, uh, marketing their services, I mean, in fact, their products, because at the end of the day, it's still a product, I think, um, to uh, uh, marketing on channels where they have uh, have no clue or, or have little clue about who your audience is. So my, so my advice is first invest on understanding your audience, understand their behavior, what they do, what they like, what channels they visit, why they visit, so what podcasts they hear, what content they read, so what this changes on different periods of the year, and what the competition is doing, what you are doing there. So basically, it's outdid everything that is in front of you, and then go in depth. Uh, That's because this will help you to take better decisions that you would use on your content marketing strategy, on your SEO strategy, on your pay-per-click strategy, and all other strategies on digital marketing channels and uh, and help you get most out of all these channels. So knowing your audience is the first thing, investing on it. Uh, then, so once you have a clear idea about your audience, your personas, about, uh, about their beliefs, about their behavior, then you need to go like more in depth to make sure that you are targeting all, uh, all your audience uh, and uh, all personas during each phase of the decision making. So I've seen many marketers advertising or creating content only for top of the funnel, which is great, but it's not enough. And the reason for it is that like for students like to take a decision to go to a specific school, it might take them one to two years. So that means they have raised many questions until they come to a final choice. 
and, and you want to make sure that you are present during each phase of the decision making, being it on top of the funnel with informational and educational content, or being it at the middle of the funnel with consideration content that, that helps them, like say, compare one program versus another program, and but as well as help them decide about a specific degree. So for example, if a student is at their first journey, at the first phase of the decision-making process, they are more likely to like search for more general questions on, on, on Google, like for example, uh, MBA jobs or, or MBA benefits. So this stage, they still haven't taken the decision to to go for an for an MBA degree, and you want to make sure that you are providing all the questions they are asking on this on this phase. And then once they move along to another phase where they are considering, let's say, MBA uh, uh, master in computer science versus master in information technology, then you need to make sure that you are providing the answer that they are are uh, are asking like during that specific phase and then how do them like to convert if if they are if they're ready and when they're ready to take the decision to go for an mba degree in um in, in dc for example so whenever they are ready to to search for a specific degree in a specific like location or online you need to make sure that you are present during each phase of the decision making and uh, and you need to uh uh, and you need to have the right mix in place. So I, uh, on the other side, I've seen many marketers investing uh, most of their efforts and uh, and investment uh, uh, and budget uh, to produce content that targets only student at the end phase, at the bottom of the funnel, which which again is good, but it's not enough because because not many students already already uh, not taking the decision yet. So you need to make sure that you that the all investment and the content that you are producing is actually aligned with the intent of the user at that specific phase of decision making. The other advice I would give is is be obsessed with tracking performance and internal investment. Basically, knowing where your investment is going is one thing, but knowing what's making the difference is another thing, and that would change things for the good and bring you the goal that you are, are looking for. That's because tracking performance will help you have a clear idea if you have uh, uh, have, uh, have followed a type process and you really know what you're doing in terms of, of tracking the performance, this will help you know what is generating the return on investment, what's working and what's not, and then adjust based on performance. And this way, like you will become better market here, but in the same time, how how the university and how the colleges that you are working with uh, for um, to have more enrollments at the end of the day. Because I believe I believe their mission, like the mission of universities that uh, that offer uh, all the degrees, uh, is to is to provide the best education possible. And the best way to do it is to get more enrollments and more students. So as long as you are tracking performance and you are linking it to, uh, to return on investment, uh, uh, you are on the right path towards making good impact for the universe you are working for. I feel like the big takeaway for this episode is just <laughs> like, you know, being really conscious of where you're spending your money. Because I think like there are 
you know, there's like a lot of sort of like discourse and advice and sort of like proven, you know, sort of strategies out there. Obviously, you know, it still really matters how you execute on them. But uh, yeah, like it, it can't be sort of the static set it and forget it, you know, yeah, kind of way of doing things anymore. You know, like you do just really have to keep on the pulse and, you know, how are things performing and yeah, nurturing uh, people through every you know stage of that decision making process, and yeah, I mean it's it's a big yeah. decision, and you know people mm-hmm. will take their time, but if you're kind of you know kind of helping to nudge and guide them along, you know providing kind of valuable uh, and relevant information, then that's as much as you can do. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other part of the question, if you you know, it may just be a, a briefer kind of like answer, uh, you know, as much as you can speak to it. But like, you know, there's obviously the people who are doing the work every day, those marketing professionals and higher ed, but then everybody else, you know, the people who are working in, you know, uh, admissions, enrollment, uh, student support and, you know, faculty, like anything, I guess, that comes to mind for you, like everybody else that's sort of like, hopefully sort of benefiting from the efforts of, you know, uh, the marketing team and everything, any advice mm-hmm. that you'd have for them in terms of their perspective on marketing or maybe how they can best help their colleagues uh, who are doing the work every day with their unique vantage point. Um, any thoughts on that of like everybody else that's not the actual, you know, marketing professionals in higher ed? Aligning the goals between all relevant departments in the higher education is something that needs to be taken care of. I've seen many universities uh, losing their game just because their head of department and their team are not working towards achieving the same goals. I've seen admission admission directors, marketing directors, and operations managers of of of, uh, uh, of colleges working towards achieving different goals and not aligning. Um, and and that's really important uh, to make sure that you are building the right uh, to make sure that you have the right processes in place the right uh, the right structure in the organization to make sure that the all the admission department the marketing department the operation department but as well as the faculty department is working towards the same mission and you have the right processes and tools and systems in place to make sure that, that all of this is is working but as well as work constantly towards optimizing all all of uh, all of your processes. Um, I've seen many universities having, for example, a lot of leads, but not having the right processes in place to qualify those leads and make sure that uh, and make sure to have a high conversion rate from leads to application than from application to enrollments. So. Um, uh, my advice would be to make sure that you are working towards the same goals and have and have the right systems and processes uh, and processes in place to make you work more efficient and and uh, achieve your objectives. Yeah, like with that, like it's to the other points that you're making about like measuring performance. I think you know the marketing professional they can kind of focus on you mm-hmm. know drafting the content and doing all the design and everything and get a lot of great support and insights from you know, the admissions team where they can say, yeah, like, hey, we're getting a lot of leads, but not as many are qualified. Maybe we need to like, you know, do this or that. Or they can help to kind of relay that information um, and maybe like give it a little bit more context or something. Um, but uh, yeah, all, all great advice. And, um, you know, as we wind down, we do also like to always give an opportunity for uh, sharing of resources on this topic. So um, anything just kind of generally uh, that you'd want to recommend books, podcasts, you know, uh, stuff from, you know, your all's team there, 
that you'd want to share out so we can put it in the show notes. Yeah, so basically, I I wouldn't recommend uh, uh, books or like articles, podcasts, because I'm a fan of like uh, if you know the problem that you're having, if you invest enough into knowing the problem that you're having, then all, all you need to do is research for the right books and articles and podcasts and uh, and templates and, and and resources to help you solve that problem. Because for a specific problem, like th- there might be just a subject of of a particular book an article or like a series of articles that might help you to say like knowing your audience more or targeting each phases in the decision making process or in the content marketing or or how to track performance and return on the on investment so my advice would be like not to focus specifically on a kind of a book or podcast but knowing what you're looking for and know and know the question that you want to have the answer for and then, and then research all possible uh, all possible sources and, and and explore all channels to find the answer and find the solution for a problem or an obstacle that you are are currently experiencing. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> like not any one thing in particular, but just like encouraging folks to take that. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but just like take that point of view to seek out the answers for specific problems. Cause yeah, I do that a lot and I find so yeah. much great stuff, um, especially around like, yeah, stuff with the blog and website and all that. Uh, Cause it's like not a formal knowledge area, you know, in my own sake. So it's like, if you ask a specific question, there's a lot of great uh, stuff out there. So yeah, I mean, uh, uh, inside higher ed um, is basically uh, website where like you can find a lot of a lot of uh, information about what's going on with higher education in general, but as well as with uh, higher education marketing in specific. But um, it is um, um, it is always better to to address this from problem solving perspective and and knowing what you're looking for, and then like be agnostic in terms of of the type of content that you cons- that you consume, but as well as on the address where you consume it, as long as uh, as long as what you are reading is credible and it's helping to solve the problem. Well, we always like to give uh, folks uh, an opportunity at the end of every episode to share a final thought or call to action uh, on this topic to wrap everything up. So yeah, the floor is yours for uh, <laughs> however you like to, uh, to end everything. Yeah, thanks. Um, but uh, as long as I belong to the search engine world industry, um, my call to action to marketers listen to us would be to see um, uh, investment in marketing, but especially in search engines as a long-term investment and start by auditing your current search performance just to identify growing opportunities. And then from there, start to scale your SEO efforts to establish a presence that helps you have a sustainable long-term growth. So uh, it is very important to to have a long-term uh, perspective on the investment that you do in content marketing because something that because if if you invest something now on content marketing and you produce let's say like ten or twenty articles per month that are targeting or based on a proper strategy, then you might expect to see results within the next three months or or within the next six months. So as long as, long as you are tracking performance and you are you are working based on a strategy and you are always open to iterate and to to improve what you are doing then this will help you grow on the long term and have a sustainable growth so that would be my advice on call to action to marketers listen to us 
That is a great place to end it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll have ways to uh, connect with you and your team's work uh, in the description for this episode as always. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a great insight. I, I think this is just really good uh, reminder. I mean, honestly, for everyone, just like, you know, whatever strategies you're employing to be measuring that performance, be mindful of, you know, the investments that you're making, if they're achieving their goals and, you know, making sure that those goals are uh, consistent across uh, different departments and teams and everything. But um, mm. yeah, great insights, great advice. And uh, just thank you so much for your time and uh, all that you shared. And thanks for having me, Dustin. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast.